Hey guys, this is Jesus, and I think the following Patreon listeners. Terry G. Moore, Gregory Larson, David Millar, Matt Burr, Seren Kai, Call Me Ishmael, Tom Bransfield, Nick Morgan, Andrew Hanks, Marius Salisbury, and Adam Odekoven. Thanks for helping us fight for the Emperor. The Holy Priest of the Emperor is there saying prayers like, Thankfully, we are here post this war to thank him him on the chrome throne and the space marines who are here to protect us at the funeral killed by the <coughs> marine who is here to protect us uh, but who was thankfully murdered by he in front of us because it was required. released released <coughs> release, release from the mortal coil. Release from the mortal coil by the That's space marine, uh, because they were they're happier dead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I know it's not been ten seconds, but fuck you. Welcome, <laughs> wow. ladies. Yeah, that wasn't even close. Hell, it is. That fun. was a real fast count. <laughs> Welcome, was- ladies and gentlemen. To the Fanable Podcast Network. And today we're playing a game called From Grant Howitt, brought to me by Dan. Thank you very much, Dan, because to make me notice this particular game called Nice Marines. This may be surprising to some of you, but it's sort of up one could say a parody of the Warhammer 40 gay Space Marines. That's where there's only 69 Marines in every <laughs> chapter, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, get ready for we're back, baby. <laughs> in this in this game, actually, you know, I'm just gonna read the the three, two or three paragraphs that are in this game. In this one page, it is a one page RPG. <clears throat> you are a space marine, an immortal giant, genetically genetically engineered to be perfect instrument of war. You and your squad mates are oath sworn protectors of the astral commonwealth and one another. The iconoclasts of the galaxy shiver in terror at the very mention of your name. However, support forces have not arrived following the recent liberation of Vanis, leaving you in charge of a diplomatic envoy dedicated to rebuilding after the conflict. You have no idea how to do this. However, you've got one solo week until your superiors arrive to inspect a city. So best get to it. So you are murderous murder machines from the future, ready to destroy anything in your path. But you've got to be diplomats for a week. It's going to be great, guys. (laughs) And we will storm over the rhetoric and lay down a sacrificing, bolting fire of diplomacy (laughs) and lay waste to their abilities to confuse and confound us with the cleansing fire of politeness. Okay. This is what we call a compliment sandwich, and you <laughs> will dine. All right. So everyone has five stats. Oh, sorry. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven stats. Sorry. They are approach. Actually, they're not stats. They're approaches. They're called being number one, being nice to civilians. Number two, <laughs> building and repairing things. Number three, gathering information. Number four, holding parades. Number five, impressing civilians. Number six, lifting heavy objects. And number seven, protecting civilians. To each of these, you attach uh, dice. Oh, you're going to need multiple types of dice for this game. You have 1d20, 1d12, 1d10, 2d8s, and 2d6s. 
and you need to okay. you need to assign one of those dice to each of those stats. So pick and choose which you want to attach to each approach. Okay, listeners, we're done uh, deciding what dice goes with this approaches. List uh, starting with Dan. Go ahead and tell us what they are, please. All right, I have chosen uh, for being nice to civilians a D six, building and repairing things a D eight, gathering information a D six. Holding parades, I am divinely ordained uh, to, to do with it my D20. Uh, a D10 for impressing civilians, lifting heavy objects coming in with a strong second at D12, and protecting civilians with a standard, uh, you know, official uh, party line D8. Uh, <clears throat> so my stats are be nice to civs. I put civs because I was tired of typing. D10. Building and repairing, also known as undestroying, is a D20. Gathering information is a D8. Holding parades is a D6, because it seems like a lot of effort for nothing. Impressing civilians, also a D6. Read above. Lifting heavy objects, a D12, because, you know, the enemy of the emperor is sometimes gravity. And protecting soft targets. I'm sorry, civs, again, D8. Softies, little little fleshy things. So now what we're going to go to is what you don't understand. You have never been able to understand one element of civilian culture, and it fascinates and perplexes you. Choose one element from the list below, or roll an additional d10 to pick the highest dice. And when you uh, ever encounter the element, roll an additional d10 for that roll and pick the highest dice when you interact with it. So choose. It's animals, cuisine, love, fashion, food, humor, lying, art, grav cars, or sadness. Do you want to roll for it, or do you guys think have an idea of which one you want to pick for your character? Uh, roll, fuck it. All right, roll a d10 for me, please. Both of you. Love to. I got a 10. Sadness. I don't understand <laughs> sadness. <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, that's what I was going to pick, though. So <laughs> let's see. In that case, I will take... Um, oh, fuck it. I'm going to take lying. All right, you can't understand lying. It fascinates you. Yes. All right, next. You ought, just so you know, you automatically succeed at all combat actions. You wear inch-thick powered armor, carry a machine gun so big a no person cannot lift it, and own a sword with a chainsaw blade that can cut clean through a grav car. Choose a piece of equipment that you bring everywhere. Roll a d6 for me, please. Oh, boy. One. You have a flamethrower. No. Oh, checks out. Dense. That's a two. Ancient god pistol. Fuck yeah. Right. Now, is that a pistol made by an ancient god or a pistol made of that an kills god? Or possibly a pistol made out of an ancient <laughs> god. Of an ancient god. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. there's a lot to yeah. unpack. Yeah. It's our universe. You can make it any rules. Okay. Next. And since your character doesn't believe in lying, he just doesn't answer the question. <laughs> exactly. All right. So non-combat actions are difficult and confusing. You can crush a man's skull without even thinking. You're heavy enough to damage buildings by entering them. And you haven't spoken to a civilian in centuries. When you attempt to resolve a situation without resorting to violent combat, roll the dice associated with the relevant approach and consult the chart below. If you roll a one, terrible failure. Two to four, mostly failure, some success. Five to six, success. Seven to ten, success with minor, colla- minor collateral. Eleven to nineteen, success with dire collateral. And twenty, success with catastrophic collateral. And well, if, when they come up, I'll explain what those mean. But anyway, so now I need to roll to see what sort of post-war power, power block you have to deal with after this war. The first faction is 
a well-intentioned but overwhelmed elite administration squad versus, or maybe not versus, depending on how the story goes, uh, the two fat. Uh, the two factions that are fighting, vying for control, are A, a well-intentioned but overwhelmed elite administration squad versus an inept but powerful group of sanctioned executioners. And the conflict... All right, so the, it, there's a role here that says conflict centers around, and it says roll once or roll twice and combine if you're feeling brave. I'm feeling brave. So this is what's going to happen. You should. All right. So the it's going to be. Hold on, Jesus. Mm-hmm. I just realized something. You should feel brave. You oh, should. Oh. But I feel like there's something that can help you feel brave. Oh, oh yes. God. Oh, yes. Something, something that helps us all feel brave. Mm-hmm. Dan, mm-hmm. Are, are you feeling particularly brave? I am, but I feel like my wellspring of bravery could easily be bolstered and it's going to be done so by listeners can't see what i'm about to do but this flip out military metal shot glass nice because i have impulse spending problems Mm -hmm. (laughs) so i'm gonna pour myself a nice little shot and gentlemen i will see you on the other side i understand that jesus you are drinking beer this evening i am in fact drinking beer Dan, I understand you're drinking rum. Yes, I am. Do you have a shot glass, or are you just going to? I'm just going to trust. That I will, you will take, take a substantial gulp. Yes, mm-hmm. that's my boy. All right, gentlemen. Here is to Fandible Rebel, Rebel Radio. Radio. Woo! You cannot find us. You, you cannot, cannot stop us. So let us roll to see what the center of this conflict is about. So I already rolled, and I'm, we're going to find out what that what I rolled later. For now. Oh. The battle for Vanus was a tough thing. It was a war. A brutal war. It was uh, the forces of humanity. The superior race of this galaxy. Versus the vile forces of the kobolds. A powerful, brutish race that have come to conquer the galaxy for their warlike ways. But it was a victory nonetheless. But there were some, some would say, sacrifices. The coal balls. The coal balls. balls. So, David, explain to me during the (laughs) battle. What they lack in size, they make more. They make up for in ferociousness. They're from a planet where it's much warmer. (laughs) Otherwise, they're giants. (laughs) So, David. Or sorry, Brother Davidicus, mm-hmm. explain to me, during the war, how did you, on, you were in charge of the land battle. Tell me, how, after years, some would say, of brutal combat, you were the sole survivor on the ground. All the other military forces were destroyed. So we burned some incense and saw that the war, the, the, the battle, was not going exactly to plan. So what we did, or more specifically, what I did, was put in the paperwork through my data tablet to the orbital stations that were high above uh, being suspended by the uh, gossamer threads of, once again, the gold or the, the chrome throne, um, because we are all his puppets and he is the master spider. Uh, and 
realizing, uh, assessing the situation. I saw the Kobolds. They weren't winning. The Kobolds weren't winning. But they were getting too much of a good offense in. And I wasn't a fan. We couldn't have that be a thing. Sure, we were wiping them out. We were absolutely decimating them with our plasma blasters. We were stomping over their bones to make our bread. But they were putting up too much of a fight. It was it was going to last maybe what was estimated to be a 24-hour period was going to be maybe 28. And motherfucker, this is not Numenera. So I didn't want to put in that kind of paperwork. So anyways, I'm made of metal. I let it rain fire, rain fire from the heavens like an angry god, a god that throws fire down from an orbital station, eliminating kobolds, fleshies, all of my assistants. And when the acrid smoke reached into the sky, blotting out what little sunlight there was on the planet and just giving a, a a jaundiced yellow color to everything that I surveyed, breathing through my lungs that are made of metal from archaic times when we made things better, though we, it, for some reason, no longer make those things and just dig up old things because it's heresy to make better things. I realized I had done my job. The kobolds laid dead and everyone else died valiantly for his honor. So that was the battle on the ground versus the kobolds. But in the air, in space, numerous battleships were fighting the ramshackled ships of the kobolds. Explain to me, Doom Warden Bloodknife Sun Jr., how you lost all of the ships, especially the flagship, which contained a diplomatic team called the Death of Peace. <laughs> <laughs> you say lost, that's in, that's in, you know, ships were lost. Now, I, I, I take some dispute with that particular term, you see. When you make ginormous spaceships and you build them in a shape uh, substantially reminiscent of that of, say, a knife, right? They have the pointy bit at the end, just like a knife has. And then you put somebody like, say, uh, a, a, a space, uh, a, a, a warrior, uh, with the name of, uh, Blood knife, son, and you put them in charge of uh, just just whole fleet, just a whole bunch of all these knife shaped ships, and then you put enemy in front of him, and uh, you are then surprised as to why this uh, this commander blood knife, son, would use these knife shaped ships. Emphasis here now on the knife shape of these ships. To stab at the enemy. Then, then I feel the fault indeed lies with you as, as any kind of military tactician. I, as a uh, winning, victorious survivor of this battle, uh, would say that I used the weapons at hand in the most expedient and direct way. 
to resolve the conflict. And if those diplomats did not want to be used as, you know, just giant knives, they should have probably picked a non-knife-shaped ship. So, to uh, to to add a little bit to this, Dan. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Dan, we're playing Space Marines. Yeah. And one of my favorite, legit, one of my favorite things about Space Marines is like the fucking video games and stuff like that and how absurd they are. Dan, you didn't use an escape pod to survive. Oh, no. But yet you reached the surface of the planet we were fighting for. How? Uh, at top velocity and with a very violent impact. The place is still marked as sacred by the natives. <laughs> so, after surviving the battle underground and surviving the fall from space onto the planet that was a Blade Knife Sun's mission, uh, what happened to Blade Knife Sun, it is the end of the battle. And there is uh, one final city left. What is the name of that city, David? On the world of Vanis. Charamon. Char- <laughs> the world... The, the, the unobtainable city. <laughs> the unobtainable city. Charamon was one of the final survivors after the kobolds. That was such a good poll. I'm proud of that poll. (laughs) (laughs) That was the name of the town on uh, that that we were going to in uh, right. That was the name of the town that we were going to in uh, in the strange Numenera. No, 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 Charmond. Charmond. That's what I meant to say. Okay, Charmond. But I just. (laughs) I've only been there once. (laughs) (laughs) Now we're under the seat. Yep. (laughs) And then you realize, both of you, sadly, that usually after this mission, you are whisked away to a new world to conquer, as is your right as space marines. For all all you know is conflict. You were born for it. You were created for it. Sadly... Until that mm-hmm. time, you have, think in mm-hmm. about a week, ships will come to bring you to the next world for, to fight with bring actual, what are they called again? Diplomates? Dip- diplomats, yes. Oh, uh, yes. Diplomats. I think they're the things that give you food out of a wall when you put in currency. It is your role to be these diplomats and, prov- and do peaceful things. Things until they come to ensure that order is maintained. Not through, and this is strange, this is hard for you to believe, but you're sure this is right. Not through violence, mm. but through non violence. Oh, yes, I think peaceful things until they come is what people call, humans call procreation. Exactly. You must procreate with this <laughs> world for the next seven days. <laughs> Not a single one of you laughed, and I thought I was going to get a goddamn. <laughs> I got, I was laughing. I had, a, I had chuckled in my head. Son of a <laughs> bitch. The worst part about being me and loving all of you is Ooh. that I have to do some goddamn backflips. <laughs> To actually, it's always the throwaway jokes too. That's the thing. And you know, of two powerful factions on this world, you'll have to work with, or perhaps deal with, on this world. The first is a is a well-intentioned but overwhelmed elite administration squad called Dan. What are their names? Oh shit! Uh, I have to come up with names. Fuck you, Dan, come on now. Mm-hmm. Ah, it is a well-intentioned but overwhelmed elite administration squad. Uh, the name of the Look squad or the. Room. The name of the squad itself? Uh, oh, the, yes. Okay, the name of the squad itself. Oh, jeez. 
walk <sighs> around your room. Uh, it's got to yeah, be one of those... elite administration. But remember, this is Warhammer 40k administration. So like, all they do is literal, literal paperwork. In a world of tech technology, they deal with paperwork and scrolls and shit. Yeah, yeah. but scrolls are like ninety percent of the important shit in this <laughs> world. Like, you show a scroll. Wait, wasn't uh, Rogue Trader based entirely on one motherfucker? Sorry, Dan, having a fucking scroll. Yep. Yeah. It's a big deal. Mm. Them scrolls. Them scrolls. Uh, that's just crazy. I, 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 I keep wanting to say the scroll boys, but that's just the worst. <laughs> uh, no. Because it has to be one of those, like, also corporate names. It has to be one of those, like, corporate team names. That's kind of cutesy, non-offensive. Yeah. If I may. But please. Scroll in, bo- scroll in bones. <laughs> the scroll and bones. The ancient order of the scroll and bones. There you go. All right. I'm sorry. This is what I do. No, no, That's no. Fine. Perfect. At versus an inept but powerful sanctioned group of sanctioned executioners called Dan. God damn it! Yep. Something. Yeah. No. Sorry, man. <laughs> this is on you. No, this is this, <laughs> this is what I was I was going to p- pass it to you anyway. No, th- this is on you. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I am history's greatest monster. And you can yeah. get, like, really, because remember, these are inept but powerful sanctioned executioners. They yeah. have been doing this for millennia and millennia yeah. more. They're the Order of? Uh, the Ancient and Inscrutable Order of the goddamn cat that's climbing up on my chair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a long name. But, I mean, but it works. Definitely memorable. It's, it's memorable. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like a... It's kind of like a new age, mm. like pop punk band, yep. but new wave. Mm-hmm. New wave. Uh, the, the ancient and inscrutable order of uh, un, uh, no, not undeniable. The ancient and inscrutable order of uh, unavoidable mortality. There we go. Nice. The order of unavoidable. <laughs> the order of goddamn cats. Sure. Unavoidable mortality. Mm. Yes. I love it. So there you both are, on one of the on, in this city's one of the tallest tallest towers in this city, at the very top, and one could call where the former governor lived before he was killed by the kobolds. You're there, and before you are the two groups: the Order of Scroll and Bones, and the Order of Unavoidable Mortality. Now, after the war, there were many other offices, but they were all wiped out during the war. Uh, these two groups arguing with each other. And one of the representatives, uh, I'm going to say the representative of the school and bones comes forward. Uh, my lords, uh, thank you for temporarily uh, helping us maintain uh, peace in these troubling uh, times. We have been discussing uh, with amongst ourselves and we have determined we, what we personally think might be uh, the best uh, way to, to bring hope to the civilians before the coming of others to help bring order to this world. Uh, We have decided, uh, with your blessing, of course, to hold a festival of the Eternal King, the Eternal King of the Chrome Throne, using our various ancient uh, but very fragile Commonwealth uh, relics to show to the people that, that he on the Chrome Throne watches over us. The celebration shall be in a Seven days, and we just want to make sure our, it's all in preparations. And we would desire, if if you choose, uh, to aid us to make sure that we uh, are on the same 
uh, page. We of the Scrolling Bones will, of course, help. And you see one of the, uh, the Scrolling Bones are all like, like smallish, uh, men and women, like, just dark, uh, cloaks that, massive hoods that basically mostly cover their faces. He's, and then next to them are the executioners, where these, uh, like a taller and more muscular men and women. All of them, uh, basically, uh, all of them, yeah, uh, men and women, all of them are uh, basically covered in, uh, the bottom half is covered in like what sort of looks like kilts, and they're all bare-chested with these massive mauls or warhammers or uh, axes. It's like, we of the order of unavoidable mortality believe we should be in charge of this uh, event, which of course will require the execution of all who are guilty, which is usually people in front of us. Hmm. Hmm. What do you desire? Sacred space marines. Oh, please don't kill us. Which is a sacred uh, testament, a thing you have to say after speaking to a space marine. I turn. Doom Warden Blood Knifeson Jr. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, a lot of blood and death for the. Well, let me check my notes here. Um, sorry, just give me. Uh, Civilians, that's what they're called. Civilians would require, I mean, the paperwork would be, well, it would be paperwork. We'd have to explain why they weren't here. Right. And if the kobolds come back, then then that's going to be a question. But on the other hand, I do like the idea of slaying all within our path. Because that is also less paperwork. So, thoughts? Well, now, when they gave us this posting, they they gave us a list of words we needed to learn. And uh, mm-hmm. I've looked up one of them so far. And that word is compromise. Now, that word, as far as I can tell, means... Everybody stays alive, for the most part, but no one's happy about it. You read nothing other than the description of compromise? I'm working on my research on this. But you learned nothing else of any other concept, correct? I presume there are other concepts. So far, I've gotten into that one. It would be heresy to learn of other concepts associated with this, what was it? Compromise? Right. Right. Maintain your ignorance, brother. For a mind full of knowledge is a sea in which heresy swims like a shark. Do you know what a shark is, brother? Never heard of it. Good. Anyways, compromise. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So these guys over here, he says, motioning completely unsubtly with a giant armored arm in the... the uh, I just ducked back. Yeah. In the direction of the... You kill a bird that's like (laughs) flying overhead. Exactly. Something dies, you know. Um, (laughs) In the direction of the scroll and bones. Want some kind of festival. Those guys pointing at uh, at the order want to show executions in the in the distance someone's head randomly snaps off 
like that scene in Kung Fu Hustle. Like their shadow, their head just snaps off. Anyways. Now my main concern here is that neither of these alone seems to really convey just how much everybody here absolutely fucking loves the Chrome Emperor. So what if we make both sides unhappy by making them work together and having a goddamn parade in the Emperor's name? Yes! We can have people getting executed throughout the entire parade route while while moving all these very fragile relics just Mm -hmm. all over the goddamn city. It's not going to be a straight parade route. Those are for the weak and for oh, heretics. Mm-hmm. Going to snake all around. Exactly. Yeah. Because every part of the city must see the glory of the emperor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I like that idea. What if, what if, now hear me out, mm-hmm. we... Have some executions, right? Right, right. We can build some gallows along the sides mm-hmm. that are, you know, they're, they're triggered as, as as everyone walks by. Great. Everybody gets a spectacle. But while we are going through those areas, what if we burned down some of the areas that... We were going to pass by and then built them back up while we were passing by them to show that the, 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 the emperor of the chrome provides because the, the, the cobals did some damage. He looks around and there's like a bullet hole. <laughs> I mean, it's irrefutable. They did some damage. What if we Burn some of these homes, uh, homes, objects, maybe, I don't know what, what they could possibly be because the fleshies. But what if we burn them ahead of the parade? And then as the parade progressed with the, uh, with the executions, we were building them back up so that they know beyond the shadow of a doubt, doubt is heresy. Burn it from your mind. That the emperor gives structure and without the emperor you have not but burned emperor embers that the emperor gives structure and without him you have not but burned embers of your memory thoughts i like it i very great. much like it great and i have a great so, idea on the final stop of the parade. When we get to it, we'll have a building Mm -hmm. mostly finished. We will then perform one last execution and we'll use one of these relics to perform the execution. And then, we grind it all up, mix it in with the cement, make it part of the building. I love it. Right? That's... That's why you are a absolute gem to the Chrome Throne, and also why you did not know what sharks are. Good for you, brother. 
So it sounds like you have a plan. In one week's time shall be this parade, but you must be prepared to make this happen. Mm. So after discussing this with the two organizations, it sounds like because the way rolls work in this game is you don't roll for everything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You roll for once per each week of each day of work. So today I'm going to say your first part of this is David, you, since you did most of the talking, your role for today. Surprise, surprise. (laughs) Your role for today. Which is funny because I just want to bring up. I just want to bring up. Please, please just hear me out. It is a one page RPG, David. When I, where are the fucking demographics? No. Um, When I signed up for uh, Fanable. No, I didn't sign up. I got duped by who would become one of my closest friends and two of my closest friends, four of my closest friends. Dan was the talker. <laughs> I want to. I want to make this so so fucking clear. Dan was the talker as Captain Awesome Pants, mm-hmm. and that was what feels like centuries ago. But feels like that is what he did. And when he plays the talker, he genuinely excels and has fun. But he never does it. Yep. So I'm asking you. The listener, please put into the mentions or go onto our Patreons or go onto our message board or just in the in 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 the messages below this game, please tell Dan he needs to play the talker because he's so good at it. And I'm so, so tired of being the talker. <laughs> please. It's please. just for today. Today so. and Mickey last night, we we had a talk about whether or not Dan was talking enough last <laughs> night. Please, Dan, you're a good talker. So, David, for today, your role for today, for two hundred Patreon dollars, <laughs> listeners, we will is- make Dan the talker. <laughs> your role for today is be nice to civilians. Oh no! And do more to your role for today. Because he did research on the word compromise, is mm-hmm. gathering information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell Son yeah. Son of a. Hell yeah. I'm going to gather information like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I'm, I'm sorry, impressing civilians. No, no, being nice to civilians. Oh, oh, that's. I got a six. It's on the page and everything. You just straight succeeded. You know how to read a book. Hell yeah. Wait, no, what? I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> I know how to order the people what to read that? books for me. Yep. <laughs> you have skulls. At knife point. Floating, telling you. <laughs> yeah. uh, I got a two. Aha. Uh, mostly failure, some success. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yep, that yep. checks out. That yep. checks you out. Were, uh, you think you were convincing to the humans you spoke to <laughs> that you knew what you were doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they agree that you're a space marine. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Otherwise, heresy. So it was the next day. And as you're looking at the information, you quickly gather information of what you need and do more than you're pretty sure you know exactly what you need. But the problem is that not everyone is going according to plan. It seems that both the well-intentioned but overworked uh, administrators, the scroll and bones, as well as the doom, as not not doomers, the what was what did we just call them? 
the order of unavoidable mortality are doing their own thing. <laughs> Each are doing, trying to create two separate parades. I'm going to say, uh, let's actually, let's roll for it. Okay. Brother Davidicus, you are there to convince the order of unavoidable mortality to stop their own parade of mass murder and go back beyond the same page. And as for you, do more than you're there to to try to convince the order school and bones to stop trying to make a massive parade about uh, paperwork that they are planning. Mm-hmm. How do you do so? What is, what do you try to do in order to try to convince them? As both organizations, at least on this day, these are two separate adventures, are, are trying to do their own thing. What, explain so- to the listeners how do you do it. So I'm up against the ancient and inscrutable of unavoidable mortality, mm-hmm. correct? Yeah, ancient and inscrutable order of unavoidable mortality. Order. Yes. There, that's the word I missed. And they want to do a mm, their plan in, in murder their final parade? Murder parade. Hmm. I mean, favorite emo band. Yeah, yeah. But um all right, cool. And it's and uh, you know you've done murder before you're a space marine, but mm-hmm. you know usually with a focus. This is more of a well, who's in front of us should die. That's the way to that's the way to calm people down. Yeah, I think I know I'm going to do this, mm-hmm. and it's because we've been drinking. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. This is this is how it's going. Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> So, my character, Brother Davidicus, walks into the uh, home, the offices of the Ancient and Inscrutable Order of Unavoidable Death. Unavoidable, unavoidable mortality, excuse me. And upon gaining entrance to Dr. Octopus-style pinchers and arms erupt from his back and grab both people attending the door by the neck and he carries them with him as two guards approach him asking what this is two more immense pinchers erupt from his back connected to metallic uh, arms and lift them into the air and he walks to the office and knocks politely with his metallic hand. The door opens, and you see a very tall uh, woman with a battle axe on her on her back. Look up, look at forward, and then up at you because you're a spaceman. You're much taller than she is. It's like, mm-hmm. uh, how can we uh, help you, brother Davidicus? I'm sorry. This I should have called. But we have no phone service because that is heresy. So, understandably, any motions at the door, your door is not large enough to fit my girth. My resplendent, celestial girth, grafted with metals from time periods you could only imagine. Let me help you with that. 
And another tendril, no, fuck it. My own arm reaches out and lifts up the entire building of the office so that he can walk in. And then places it down behind him. The Chrome God has given me jurisdiction over this planet and its people's belief in him. And I know, (laughs) I know that you want to help others believe in him. And I've heard through grapevines that will not be returning to you for they are sundered and deceased. A shame that you chose spies that crumpled so easily. That you want a parade of yourselves that is destructive and death-oriented. Now, you didn't run it by me, and I'm not offended. However, I do believe we have a conflict of interest. So, what I'm here to say is, and there's just a snapping of bones behind him, of the tendrils that are trilling out behind the doorway of all of the men he's holding. Snap! And they all drop dead. I would love it if you didn't. Because I'm sure you have the best of intentions of, you know... Just everything you do. But <laughs> when you're dealing with me and brother Blood Knife Son, you are one breath away from heresy. Drinking the sweet sweet air that we give you and run it any paperwork bias please because like we would really love to be on the same page the same page you don't read right give me an impressing civilians role i would actually like it to be oh. a lifting heavy thing <laughs> okay because my character is going to lift up the rest you know what of I'll allow it. Go See, ahead. I was going to argue That's for being nice to civilians. But. <laughs> That's why I was doing so much lifting. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's be... fair. I was actually thinking of that as well. But yeah, that, that works. Yeah. D12. Right, roll thank, it. Thank you very much. Um, all right. Here we go. I got a... Come on now. What you roll. Two. They look convinced. Cool. Did my job. Yep. Walk out. Okay. As far as you know, they look convinced. Mm Mm-hmm. Doom Warden, what are you doing? Yeah, so 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 the scene starts and he's there in the uh I wanna say, you know, previously unused hangar where they are building their parade floats, right? And uh uh GM, can you go ahead and tell me what these parade floats for these paper pushers look like? Oh, uh, obviously, the parade floats look like uh, pens, 
Uh, there's one inflatable scroll, and there is the the prize. Of course, is actually looks like a mahogany desk. Yeah, I see. And so he's uh, blood, you know, blood warden. Uh, sorry, doom warden, blood knife son is uh, inspecting these floats and uh, you know, listening to their explanation as they as they tell him excitedly uh, about them. And, uh, and that plans. is the honored desk of Elder Scribe, who wrote fifteen hundred citations on that table. It is a great honor to, for people to see that. We think. <laughs> All right, I see, I see, and. Uh, this one here with the scroll. Now those those aren't actual words on that, are oh, they? No, no, of course, of course not. That that's a language we call fakicus. <laughs> the language basically, it, it, you look at it and you understand nothing. It is All perfect right. because Good. only people can read are are us, the scribes, as as is the law of the Chrome Emperor, because only we can truly administer the galaxy. Right, right. Your. What's that word again? Literate. Yes, yes. We take undertake that curse so the rest of humanity does not have to feel that sin. It is a it is a harsh truth that we must be sinners in order for others to be free. But you know what? It's a sacrifice we do for the crow emperor. Yeah, I like I like. Uh -huh, we must read. I like a lot of the words she's using here, such as sacrifice and sinners. And uh, yeah, no, they they encapsulate a lot of uh, that's of a, what that's I believe. A good word, you know, sir. Oh, I don't know. I heard that word. Somebody else said that word, and I thought it sounded nice, and I took it. That person can't say that word anymore. It's mine now. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah. I took yes. it. Yeah, yeah. Yes, you did, sir. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. <laughs> right. Now here's the problem that I see, and I see a problem. Problem, sir. Yes. You see, you see that one right there. And he points at the one with the scroll. That one right there. Now, is it just me or is that actual paper? Well, of, of course, sir. It has to be actual right. paper. Right. Cadets and a uh, troop of, uh, you know, soldiers comes in carrying several large canisters. And uh, he goes, right. Place them there, place them there, place them there. Sir, sir, what do you... And there, you, you know, the cadets just hop, 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 come up and start putting them down on top of the, uh, on top of the scroll of different parts. You see, this is a parade, civilian. I don't know if you've ever had a parade before. I have. Parades for the Emperor. You know what you see in a parade? Well... Uh, paperwork, and he pulls out. You know, he he, he pulls out a a uh, a large bulky device with a glowing red button, ominously pulsing back and forth. You see fireworks. He <laughs> hits the button. All the boxes, which are basically just military ordnance, just immediately <laughs> explode up into the air. The scroll, of course, immediately catches fire. And uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say that's probably impressing civilians. Oh yeah, that is definitely an impressing nice. civilians' roll. Right, uh, wait, uh, use the site. Uh, all right, so let's roll a d10. That is an eight. 
<laughs> success with minor minor collateral, which is civilians upset or injured and items damaged. So uh, the explosion. There were a couple of uh, uh, acolyte interns who were nearby who weren't quick enough and were scorched by the flames of the fire. Also, but, I, I did say we were in a hangar, so I'm, I'm going to yes. say probably part of the roof is now gone. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. The roof is gone as well. The sacred roof that's been there for fifteen hundred years. Sure, have made it out of paper. <laughs> yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. So when I come back, I expect to see a lot more of those. And he points at the now spent, uh, you know, like military grade ammo boxes. A lot more of those, and a lot, lot less of that. Of course, sir. Of course. Great. Somebody clean up around here. It's a mess. <laughs> Stops right out. Day three. Today's a free day where you go to get to basically uh, explore the city and finally. Go to something that is your interest. For I believe that is a sa- you try to understand sadness, uh, Brother Davidicus, and mm-hmm. you try to understand lying, Doom Ward and Blood Knife. Where do you go? Oh, sorry. Uh, if you want a suggestion, oh, I'll take one because I don't Doom understand Warden, lying. You go to court. Yeah, I've heard of that. Makes <laughs> no sense that people would lie in court. It's a system of law. <laughs> So we're going to do for you, David, if you want to have a little time to talk about it. Uh, sure. Doom Warden, yes. you go to the Court of Law, his holy chrome's chrome of law, where basically the judges are there to sit and pronounce the guilt and partial innocence of those civilians in front of him. Guilt and or super guilt. <laughs> <laughs> and you see there various peoples speaking with each other. And, uh, and basically uh, you decide to, I'm going to say, sit in a trial. Yeah, and that particular trial is a is a strange one, where basically there was one. It's about a dog, where one person says the dog belongs to them, but the other person says the dog belongs to them. It's a cybernetic mastiff uh, that is built for the slaughter of enemies, uh, and the per- people there are both soldiers. And he's like, "No, this is mine. I programmed it myself for the Chrome Emperor." And the other like, "No, I programmed it myself for the Chrome Emperor." And there goes the judge, a tallish, uh, dark skinned woman, is like, "Well, one of you is lying, but which one is it?" Doom Warden, what is your judgment on this? What do you be- who do you believe is telling the truth? Doom Warden stands up, up to his full height, head almost you know, gracing the ceiling. No, no, he crashes through the ceiling. <laughs> like plaster comes down, everybody like just bows their head, being buried in uh, whatever the ceiling's made out of. Yeah. <laughs> now let me understand this. One of you two, and he points at each one of the uh, the soldiers. One of you two is not telling the truth about what you did. Is that right? I'm telling the truth, and the other one goes, "No, I'm telling the truth." And they're both they're both terrified because even if one of them's telling the truth, you're still a space marine. Yeah, yeah. He looks around. Hmm. This cannot stand. Now, what I need to know from each of you is why you're lying about who owns this dog. You, there, the little one. Yes, sir? Why are you lying to me about who owns this dog? I I am not lying. Huh. And then he turns to the other one. You, the other little one. Why are you lying to me 
a servant of the Emperor, about who owns this dog. I am also not lying. <laughs> ah, he turns to the judge. I understand now. Lying is what people do when they're ready to die. <laughs> and he uh, turns around. The building like rattles a little. And he points at both of them and goes, Both of you sentenced to death for lying. For that is a cybernetic war mastiff. And it belongs, as everything else does, to the Emperor. I need you to roll. Uh, what's a good it. roll for this? Um... Uh, I'm going to say the Mastiff does belong to the Emperor protecting yeah. civilians. Alright, yeah, sure, why not? Let's roll the D8 and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Alright. D8. Oh. <laughs> uh, failure with some success. Failure with some I'm success? I'm going to say the success is probably... Yeah, they, that's they, what I got. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say the success is probably they do in fact die. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, basically... Fun fact, though, uh, Space Marines do not accept failure mm-hmm. so it's just obstacle <laughs> that we will crush beneath mm-hmm. our boot yep. later with some success now <laughs> so you see as the mastiff seeing that his master is under attack goes for the space marine the space marine being more space marine quick cleanly puts a bolt shot through the, the head of the stabber mastiff and because for those who don't know Warhammer 40k, a bolt gun basically literally throws tiny ro- rocket launchers yep. and goes into the head of the massive and explodes it. Yeah. And you see one of the men go like, no, Sparkicus! And now shut you up, know liar. who's telling the truth. <laughs> he just no! starts, shut and up, be- liar. And he begins to just tear, cry, no! And the, other goes, and the other guy just looks at you like scared because he just blew up a dog. <laughs> no! No! And again, he just, he just turns to the judge and goes, like, anyway, I'll expect you to finish the execution of both these liars later on. Will somebody <laughs> clean up this just, malfunctioning hound? <laughs> did you just go full King Solomon as a goddamn space marine? <laughs> basically. Basically. Although, no, for, he was well also le- he also legitimately, like, yeah, judged them both as liars. That is the, <laughs> that is the emperor's war dog. All things yeah, are the true. emperor's. <laughs> To claim ownership of anything is heresy. <laughs> that's true. It's true. All right. So, Divicus, what are you doing? Oh, I forgot. You get to roll twice. Because this is a... Uh, Dan, this is, you get to roll oh, twice yeah? because this is your element. Oh, so you right, roll an right. extra d10. And then if it's oh, higher than eight... I roll an extra d10, wait, right. Oh, yeah. It's your... Wait, wait. Wait, back up. No, I, your element? I, 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 roll, I roll a d8, uh, but normally... But the specific rule when you're exploring, like, the thing you don't understand is you get an extra D10 to roll, and you pick whichever's highest. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So roll. So let me roll that, yeah. That's a five. So it's actually a normal success. Oh, then you succeed. Which, honestly, in my my character's mind, this was a a (laughs) resounding success. Yeah, yeah. So you figure out who, yeah, uh, let's say it still happens because then it's hilarious. (laughs) All right. Next, if nothing else, maybe it's in perception. Like if the if the judges and lawyers are like, "Holy shit, that is the brightest legal mind that's ever visited these offices." <laughs> he is the emperor's word. <laughs> All right, Davidicus, where are you? Where are you right now to discover sadness? Oh dear. <clears throat> 
probably at the funerals for the people I just carelessly discarded and snapped the necks of Mm -hmm. to make a point at the previous scene. Yep. I'm burning incense and just... So there is a funeral where uh, the holy priest of the emperor is there saying prayers like, thankfully we are here post this war to thank him, him on the chrome throne and the space marines who are here to protect us at the funeral killed by the <clears throat> marine who is here to protect <clears throat> us uh, but <clears throat> who was thankfully murdered by he in front of us because it was <clears throat> required released released <clears throat> released released from the mortal coil released from the mortal coil by the That's space marine uh, because they were they're happy you're dead uh <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> so we are thankful that of course it seems you're happy you're dead <laughs> oh Jesus Christ <laughs> oh fucking oh my stomach hurts okay anyways I'm sorry and we, oh uh, that was fucking gold <laughs> but thankfully we have the space marine who, who has killed them to speak about to speak for them, yes, to speak for them, to speak for their travel to see the Chrome Emperor. Uh, Lord, uh, Divi- Brother Divicitus, if you could Move. say a few words. Move, and I smack him aside. <gasps> topple, topple, topple. And I step up to the podium, take a hand, and put it down on the book of the Chrome God, which immediately shatters all of the wood and then just explodes. This shrapnel. <laughs> yeah, wounding... <laughs> Maybe half a dozen people mm-hmm. looking down at this destructed uh, pulpit, looking up. He holds up a hand and the book of the emperor floats towards him and he takes it. I'm sure that you are all sad. Closes the book, walks out. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like an impressing civilian's role. Uh, (laughs) But because, (laughs) or being nice to civilians. Oh, you know what? That also counts. Yes, you're right. Yep. And this is my fucking awful stat. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I don't understand uh, sadness. So I get And also add a roll additional D10, because it's about sadness. So- Roll two d10s for you, and then pick the highest. Well, no, my uh, my be nice to civilians. I thought it was. Oh, a it's d- a d10. Yeah, yeah you're right. You're right. Yep. Um, a ten. Damn. Success with minor collateral, which was the when you destroyed the pulpit. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm I'm like followed by floating skulls, like mm-hmm. scanning everyone's irises and shit. It's just a goddamn nightmare scenario. Mm-hmm. It's like if Pinhead showed up to give last rites to your goddamn nan. It's mm-hmm. like just the worst. Mm-hmm. But the worst of the best, because otherwise y'all would be dead as much as those folk. <laughs> Okay, so that's day three. Day four, minor issues. In the case of uh, 
I'm going to say, I'm going to switch things up a bit. Bird Davidicus, you mm. personally have to deal with the Order of Skull and, and Scrolls. Or was it Skulls and Scrolls? Skulls bas- and Scrolls. Skulls and yeah. Scrolls, who are having issues with uh, the building. Oh, Skulls of, and Bones. Uh, sorry, and Skulls and Bones. Scroll, scroll and Bones. Scroll and Bones, I apologize. Yeah. No problem. Uh, who are basically, for whatever reason, the people who are in charge of the, the one of the major factories to build the floats has been uh, basically non-functioning. There seems to be some sort of technical problems. I know, as you know, all the of the techno-priests, that's their music whenever they appear, uh, were destroyed during the war and need someone to repair it. All right. I'm come walking in. Mm-hmm. So they're in their, um, their uh, 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 like, manufacturing plant, right? Mm-hmm. And maybe not doing fuck all. But all the lights go red. And then the swirling lights of the bay doors start going off. And even though no one's giving the order or the prayer to the fucking spirit of the fucking button because they haven't put in the fucking spirit of the fucking key, whatever just opens. And my character comes walking through with a retinue of skull servants, (laughs) floating skulls of people who are so good at their job. We just necromance the fuck out of them and i walk in hi and i clap two metal hands together boom who's in yeah some windows like (laughs) shatter who's in charge here uh there's a couple of minutes and then you see a a a bit of rotund uh light skin uh do you mean i am i am i'm a zachariah seekers Hi, yeah, Zacharias, nice to meet you. I am here because there's a concern. (laughs) Your manufacturing plant is not doing the job that we want for the parade. And I want to know what's the problem. Is there a problem? I solve problems. I solve problems are you a problem? No, we are. We are not problems. Not us. So we 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 want nothing more than to do the holy work of the Chrome Emperor. But the machine, the holy machines, have been uh, 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 non function and we are ignorant, of course, ignorant of the necessary protocols and repair rituals because the techno priests were uh, <laughs> destroyed <sorry>. during <laughs> the war. <laughs> I see. So when I investigate these problems as a technical pri- as a techno priest, so I won't find any sort of negligence. Of, of course, because sir. of no, no we, we, priest. We I follow know. all the necessary uh, protocols. We say the daily uh, prayers. We, of course. Uh, use our tears to wipe down everything of course and the oil of our blood on the machinery as is required good talk to my skulls and so i just throw him to my skulls to be scanned mercilessly Mm -hmm. as i go over to the uh machines and investigate that's a repairing things roll fuck yes let's do this goddamn d20 do not fuck me on this dice i swear to christ who am I kidding? <laughs> what is my name? Here we are. This is this is going to be a fucking oh, that's a, goddamn that's... nightmare. 18. 
Nice. Suc- Not really. <laughs> you don't <laughs> succeed with dire collateral, civilian yeah. death, priceless items destroyed. Describe it. <laughs> so my character saunters over. No, floats. Fuck that. It's grav boots. Yeah, Fuck that. I, I I remember this, everything this I didn't get to deal with. Yeah, I didn't get to do any of this shit with Qantas. Um, by the way, can I just go? Oh, this is a, what, fucking 12-year gripe? Qantas could have conceivably been shot out of the goddamn ship in orbit, survived entry into the atmosphere, and lived contacting the Earth or the planet. Seems about right. Could have. I I spec'd it all out. Could have easily fucking, not easily, but could have fucking done that. Oh, God. Qantas was such a. mm, (laughs) God damn. Just mm. <laughs> mamas don't let your boys grow up to be tech priests. <laughs> so describe uh, the success the di- with dire consequences. <clears throat> oh, that's easy. I just walk up, choose whichever lever, flip it. And there's like, ah, ah, ah. and my character looks around like, hmm, that's interesting. Flips another switch and then all of those robotic arms those tendrils with their pinchers leap out and flip all the other switches on all the other pylons that are around him that he is surrounded by that he is this he has just evacuated all of the humans and all the fleshies and it's like well, this is happening again, but it works. All right. So I do take on me. Well, that was a very bad take on me. That was a very bad take on me. I realized about halfway through that it was supposed to be take on me. Yeah, no, my throat is very dry. And, um, I think there's only one way to fix that, guys. I don't know about you, I, but yeah. Um, so I'm a oh uh, oh Jesus. Wait wait till I drink. Oh, wait till we all drink. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, El Capitan. Are you running ahead? No 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 no. Gentlemen, here's to my bad take on me. Um, I have no excuse. I've been singing that song the last two days. So here's to the Emperor, the Chrome Throne. Mm-hmm. Cheers. Cheers. Somehow worse. Yep. Cutscene two. Dig through the ditches and burn through the witch. Okay, so that's what I've been also listening to. Do Morden. Your problem is with the order. The order of unavoidable mortality. Although Brother Daveticus was convinced they had them under control, his poor role made that unsuccessful. (laughs) I I had minor successes, thank you, sir. As they still try to make make their main mini-execution a thing. You realize that they're trying to create their own mini-parade underneath the city. Of course, to do it properly, at least according to them, they're going to have to steal several civilians to do it. And they're doing that. How do you deal with the situation? As you realize they're in one of the underground bunkers preparing. 
and uh, he, uh, he he's looking around. He's like, hmm. All right, so run it by me one more time. You're uh-huh. you're making your own parade. Yes, sir. And it's going to be underground through these sewers. Yes. Our song shall ring across the pipes into the hive city above. Right, right, right. Now, I admire your initiative in trying Mm. to get your own parade going, because parades are pleasing to the god emperor. They are. That said... Do you see the God Emperor down here? Like, in my heart? He better be in your heart. <laughs> Pulse a gun, right? He, totally in my heart. Just, just, just beating there. Just like, like, literally, like holding my heart. Like, that's the only reason I'm alive. He's just beating it. Exactly. Puts the gun away. <laughs> but he's not down here right now, looking at us, because we would be burning in his fiery gaze. Well, but yeah, of course, yeah, fiery gaze, yep. Exactly. In his presence. You know where that fiery gaze is, right? Um, not here. Exactly. See, they told me you were the smart one. Oh, oh, great. Uh, yes, yes, I, I am. That fiery gaze is, and he pulls out the god pistol, points it right at the ceiling and goes... Blasting a hole through the roof itself all the way up to the surface, through which streams golden sunlight. That is the God Emperor's fiery gaze. How the hell is he supposed to be pleased by your parade if it's all the way down here? I. I. Give me yep. the impressing civilians roll. All right. So that will be the 10. Let us roll that beautiful bean footage. D10. I'd say five. I'd say just straight That's up success. success. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, basic gist. <clears throat> they go like, uh, you, you are right. So if, we, if he cannot, if he on the chrome, chrome, chrome throne can't see us, then what's the point of anything? Oh, he can see you. He can see you. He can. And we shall we sh- we should do what we've always done. We shall work with the other order and we we shall have one parade. I apologize for ever doing otherwise. I I am so sorry. Mm. Please don't kill me. Yeah, I was waiting for that. I was waiting for that otherwise. You know <laughs> how it is. I would have to kill you all. Well, of course. Of course it's required. Exactly. I mean, I mean the last thing I you know, you know, if you, and if you kill me, I have to turn into corpse crackers. That's that's a requirement. Exactly. And frankly, e- I haven't eaten breakfast. You're looking good. So, <laughs> all right. Day five and six are eventful, for that's when a splinter fleet of the kobolds attack. And as you know, in this game, you guys automatically succeed in all combat roles. As the two orders are preparing the parade, it is just left up to you to defend against the kobolds to make sure they don't reconquer the planet. So for day five and six, I want each of you to describe how you defeat the kobolds. Dead verse. So, 
there we are. There's, there's some, you know, a nice open field, which is just how I like it. And uh, there is Doomord and Bloodknifeson standing there. He is surrounded, surrounded by these creatures on every direction, all of them converging towards him as he stands there. Hasn't even pulled out his weapons yet. Can I jump in just real quick? Yeah, yeah. I think that kobolds, kobolds are basically the Jersey Shore of the enemies in this universe. (laughs) And so they're not just kobolds, but they, like, have shitty face paint (laughs) and, like, like, just, like, you know, cut-off sleeve shirts yeah, they they work their arms a whole lot. Their shoulders and lats a lot. The the legs are fucking twigs. They don't do <laughs> anything with the fucking legs at all. And it's basically just like mohawks and uh, just like variations of uh, the fucking mullet over and over and over with different piercings. So they all have the same weakness of like cardio and also just like. Like not having the not having bros at their back. Mm-hmm. So and you hear them. You hear their their evil chant. Bro, 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 bro. <laughs> That's their version of wah. <laughs> bro, bro. <laughs> so it's bra, bra, as they charge at you, bra. <laughs> I I love this, and I want this a thing. <laughs> Basically, you know, like they, they converge onto him. He hasn't even pulled up. He put, hasn't even unsheathed his weapons or or uh, or pulled out his guns or anything like that. And as they get closer and closer, close enough that you can see the reflections of their weapons in his glinting armor. His hand just shifts a little towards the hilt of the uh, god pistol. And you see the camera zoom in, and he just takes off the safety. Next shot is the camera pulling away as just mounds upon mounds, like World War Z movie uh, levels of just kobolds just converge upon him, forming like just a mound as more of them jump on him, jump on him, and all you can see until he's completely out of sight, just covered in warriors, just digging in, trying to kill him. And then there's a flash and a light. And you see the scene suddenly goes black as light spills from between the cracks of all these kobolds' bodies. And then (laughs) little mushroom cloud as the dust clears you see him bringing the god pistol to his lips going (laughs) holstering it again (laughs) and then turning towards the next battlefield (laughs) nice brother Davikis so this is uh, Davikis Marching out from the ramparts of the uh, the city, and they are closing the gate rapidly behind him. He is alone and telling him, like, brother, you're insane. Please come back. They will kill you. And there are a legion of kobolds uh, in front of him. And they are rushing him with 
hand axes and weapons and uh, small arms fire just shooting at him. And he stands there resplendent in his robes and opens his arms and takes a few shots of fire from the different uh, primitive firearms. And like shaking his shoulders. And then he starts to raise into the air of his own volition 15, 20 feet. And then he takes his arm and then snaps the wrist and it goes down into his arm and then out comes a spout and he starts Mega Man style (laughs) or Metroid style just flaming everything around him as he ventures forward in the air towards all of the kobolds. And then as they start screaming, he raises up his other hand and snaps his fingers and skulls fly from the, uh, from the city and start lasering everyone else. And then he snaps his, his uh, flame hand shut, drops down fast onto the ground and ground punches it like a goddamn superhero. And everyone around him dies, including the goddamn skulls. Everyone, <laughs> just everyone. It's a fucking nonsense melee. Nice. That's what, that's, that's what he does. That's what works. Mm. And in fact, in fact... It cuts back to one of the lookouts watching this. Their skull pops out <laughs> of their eye. Their eyes pop out of their skulls and they fucking die. <laughs> everyone fucking dies. Like everyone dies. Sorry. Everyone dies. No, I got you. There is a kid who is being born at that point. No, I'm, sorry, I'm just kidding. But the mother who is giving birth to that kid just like fucking neck snaps and like kid pops out from the force it's insane (laughs) but the blood that comes out is acidic right so it's acidic and everyone outside of that kid dies everyone dies and then the doctor who picks up that kid to run away from the acidity of the dies (laughs) (laughs) Don't mock me. I'm writing fan fiction for your favorite, your favorite media, Jesus. <laughs> I'm trying my best. It's an homage. It's an homage. You know the funniest part, as as brutal as you said, that is not the brutal, most brutal thing I've read in Warhammer 40k. And then everyone with herpes. <laughs> <laughs> oh right. We're in a pandemic, so everyone who breathes is fine. Please, just let us be fucking fine. Please, just let it be okay. Oh, Christ. Oh, just let us be okay. Golden Chrome Emperor. Please, Chrome Emperor. Please. Day seven. Oh, we only had seven days, right? So after those two days, you defeated the kobolds. Splinter Fleet. Peace once again reigns in the city. And it's finally time for the Crusades. For the, sorry, for the Crusades. That's, <laughs> that's for tomorrow's campaign. For the parade. And for this parade, 
this beautiful parade with numerous uh numerous floats numerous uh cars sick with images of the crone emperor and all and scrolls and the various factions of this world and various images of the forces of humanity destroying the alien the heretic the demon the evils of this universe and leaving it for just pure humanity because we're the good guys i need you to roll and then explain exactly what happens. It's going to be parades for Doom Warden. And it's going to be because someone needs to maintain the holy artifacts and make sure they're not damaged. It's going to be repairing things for Brother Daviticus. Right. Fun fact. Mm-hmm. Fun fact. We're playing a rebel radio game, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's what I thought. And this has been way too serious-ish. This so. has been serious. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So Dan. Yeah. I I love you. I as, love as you well with you all should. my heart as a brother. Mm-hmm. I need you to get a shot glass. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll be right back. Cool. Mm-hmm. And hey Zeus, mm-hmm. I need you to crack another beer, sir. Gentlemen. Thank you very much for doing this over these weird times. Yep. Here is a drink to you and a shot. And here's to the Chrome Emperor. Woo. Yep. Woo. And I'm- <clears throat> oh, my God. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> yep. Oh. 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 Legit. I enjoy this. See, see, so check this out. There's, there's Dave literally just like cursing out the... Just his existence. Everything, everything was a mistake. It was all a mistake. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, damn, that was that was delightful. Mm-hmm. Thus proving the superiority of rum as my chosen drink. <laughs> this was a religious experience, like the Crown Emperor. All right. So, oh. with that out of the way, such good one. one of you needs to be in charge of the parade. Doom Warden, Blood Knight, Jr. And one of you needs to maintain the Holy Rex to make sure they're not damaged during the parade. Brother Daviticus, roll your d20s and let us know the results. Oh, boy. No. No. That's a 15 for me. 15. People, people gonna die. <laughs> yeah, that is a success with dire collateral. Yes. What's my roll? D20. D20. Oh, boy. Actually, you know what? Fuck it. This is the list seven, and we've been drinking. The roll doesn't matter. Consider this roll a nat 20, because it's the final roll of the game. (laughs) Describe the parade with a nat 20, Dan, and describe the repair and what happens to the device on the the holy relics with a nat 20, Brother Divinicus. We're not even going to give you David Dice a chance to Nope. This is a catastrophic collateral. Buildings destroyed. Dozens dead. Civil war declared. What happened? (sighs) Beauty. Beauty is what happened, honestly. Ah. Whoever wants to go first. So, so the, the parade gets to begin and, um, the gallows are set up a little earlier than we wanted. And they're also in spaces that should not have been what they put their paperwork in for. And 
So there are a lot of hangings, even before the uh, the 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 uh, the procession begins. And understanding this, my character is putting explosives. And so as there are hangings from windows and from doorways, there are explosions. Boom, boom, boom. To take care of them, littering, littering the, uh, the, the street with detritus. And as the procession moves forward, there is more hangings. There are more hangings. But the most important part is that skulls come down floating with lasers and start killing anyone in windows who might, who might start a hanging, which is a lot of people. It means that the, uh, the per- procession is unimpeded, but heavens, there are a lot of people who are lasered just because they looked out their windows to see what was going on. Bodies drop from windows, from skylights, from rooftops. And it's arguably worse than what was planned. Scene. See, on on, uh, Doom Warden Blood Knife Son Jr.'s uh, side, when he came back from the, the battle on that last day, just before the day of the parade... He was feeling good about himself. He just killed some enemies of the Emperor. Parade was going to happen. Who doesn't fucking love a parade? Anybody who doesn't love parades is a heretic. So therefore everybody loves parades. And he decided, at the very last minute, quite quite literally, that he, much like his uh, title and name, Doom Warden, would become the warden of this parade. And he made immediately made a few changes for it to fit his particular idiosyncratic vision of what a parade truly honoring the Emperor's victory on this planet should be. Now, we'd already decided this parade route wasn't going to be a straight line, and that's fine. But we were just going to kind of like, you know, snake around the city, make sure as many people as they could could see it. Doom Warden Blood Knife Sun thought, uh, not... Not respectful to the Emperor enough. So instead, instead he thought, what if we made the parade route an outline of the Emperor's holy visage? And he took out a map, and he drew lines of where the parade should go through around the city. Now these lines did not necessarily correspond to where actual streets were. There were many buildings in the way. Um, but anybody who objected about that was immediately deemed a heretic for daring to uh, state that anything such as a building or uh, people or an orphanage uh, would in any way be superior to having the visage of the emperor stamped upon your city forevermore. Uh, so once the smoke cleared and uh, and Blood Warden, uh, Doom Warden Blood Knife Son Jr., uh, was left in the room with his two remaining living uh, uh, 
assistance for the parade, uh, the plans were finalized, and so the parade began. And, uh, of course, there was no time to evacuate or move the buildings out of the way or, or in any other way, shape, or form for people of the uh, changes to the parade route. So, death was um, unavoidable. Um, at first, I thought that it might not have been that bad because a lot of the people were in what they thought was going to be the parade route originally, not the new one. So a lot of the buildings were empty. The buildings around them were not. Uh, and uh, well, point is, the uh, the emperor's visage looks really good, really, really good in red. Uh, as we reach the end of the parade. And at the end of the parade, when the sh- the ship coming in from off-world, the vengeance of the damned floats in. They see a fit- city, and some would say a civil war, because the parade was successful in showing what awaited those who served the emperor. Mm-hmm. As with so many people dead, they thought, well, might as well try a civil war, because otherwise we're dead anyway. And they come upon the combat of a civil war caused by two well-intentioned space marines. Final scenes. Um, this is <coughs> Brother Davidicus seeing the war happen behind or below him in uh, the streets as he is standing on a building and looks towards the ship and then knows that the bolters, the rockets, are aimed at him and all the city. And he waves a solemn hand and the rockets discharge into the ground harmlessly. And then he raises his hand Raises his hand to all of the skulls, and they pick him up, and he floats towards the. He floats towards the uh, the the uh, ship, but then there's a shot that rings out, and a primitive rifle that he had not comprehended, that he had not considered, shoots him through the skull, killing him, and he drops like a sack of potatoes onto the ground, destroyed by technology that he thought was beneath him. Hmm. Meanwhile, up on the, uh, let's say a day after uh, everything, up on the the spaceship, uh, Blood Warden Knife Son Jr., looks down from the viewport of the spaceship, hands clasped behind his back, nodding to himself at a good job as he watches the vaguely emperor-shaped patch of planet beneath him burn. And he turns to the, uh, you know, the other soldiers, and uh, I I believe the, uh, what's the name of the ship again? Oh, the Something of vengeance, right? The, the something I've been drinking. Uh, 
Something of vengeance. <laughs> Something of Doom vengeance. of vengeance. We're going to go with yeah, that. Doom of vengeance. These are, of course, a well-known diplomatic ship. And um, he turns to, to the diplomats and goes, Well, it's a shame how many heretics were down there after all. But <laughs> thank you. Thank you for the commendation. After all, if it hadn't been for my brilliant plan to honor the Emperor so incredibly effectively, we would have never discovered this nest of villainy and heresy. I will once again endeavor to bring the same passion to the rest of my missions for the Empire. Nice. You know that? Mm-hmm. Yep. And with that, and with that, the event known as the Scouring of Vanus was eventually completed. Sadly, uh, there was no na- there was no lives left after the battle, but don't worry, it was eventually repopulated That's because fine. as we know in this universe, there was always more bodies for the fire. Yes. Nice Marines. Nice Marines. Yeah, <laughs> nice Marines. We were the nicest. <laughs> that, was good, that was a good game. I like yeah. it. I yeah. like it. So nice. All right. Sweet, really. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, pleasant. it's pleasant. I mean, shame about all the heretics, but what you gonna do? Keep popping up whenever. Listen, whenever is someone's it? in front of my gum, he's a heretic. There's a, yeah. they're a heretic. Obviously, no, it's it's, it's weird. No matter what direction I point in, heretic, heretic, heretic. Yeah. <laughs> All right, then. With that, listeners, we are closing out. Hey guys, this is Dan, the AKA the Bad Boy of Fandible. I'm here to uh, ask you guys for money. Basically, we're we're here uh, because we're doing this out of love. We're doing this. We've got shows. If you liked what you just heard, we'd probably have more just like it. If you didn't like what we just heard, we have way more that's not like it. We have so much stuff, and we've given it all out to you because we love you. We love you. We do it out of love. But guess what? Love don't pay the bills. If you go to patreon.com slash fandible and you donate a little sum-sum for us, we might just have a little sum-sum for you. If you can't, that's fine, because did I mention... We love you. And you can go to Twitter, find Fandible there. You can go to Facebook, search for Fandible there. Listen, just search for Fandible. Whatever pops up, it's probably ours. And you should probably subscribe, like, link, share, etc. Do it. Because we love you. <laughs>